When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. Welcome back, everyone. I am back and I'm so happy, no pun intended, to be back (laughs) to discuss my overall impressions of the recently finished drama, Happiness. I am... I'm, I'm happy to talk about it because I fought tooth and nail about not watching this drama. And I finally got the nudge that I needed from a lovely listener who DM'd me on Instagram and kind of made the case about happiness. And this is probably pretty early on. The drama hadn't even started airing um, maybe halfway. So it was probably about around episodes three and four. And they kind of made their case and kind of convinced me that I was missing out and I didn't want to miss out on anything that was good and great. And I decided to be a big girl and suck it up and go ahead and try my darndest to get through happiness. So if you know anything about the drama happiness, you'll know that it is a um, short 12 episode drama. It included uh, a story about zombies and I don't really want to call them zombies because the way that the drama actually ended up addressing it was actually much much better and unexpected for me and I think that's why I have you know some some things to say about happiness today but it is supposedly kind of like a zombie um kind of disease taking over the world kind of situation I wanted to call it apocalyptic based off of what I had just kind of read in the synopsis and kind of saw in the trailer but um there was more to that there was a lot more to that and again I kind of perceived it to be one way and it kind of turned out a little differently than what I originally perceived it to be. So I'm glad that I decided to go ahead and be a big girl and watch um, Happiness. So today I'm going to give you my overall impressions. Again, I started this drama on a whim because I really did not think I was going to end up watching it, but I was hearing so much good things about it while it was airing that I kind of felt like I was missing out. Um, Another reason why I was eyeing it and just eyeing it and eyeing it was because it had some of my absolute faves in it. Um, It had Han Hyoju in it as our lead Yoon Se-bum. And it also had one of the loves of my life, um, Park Kyung-shik, playing Jung Yi-hun in this drama. And Kyung-shik, this is his first drama right out of the military. This is his first piece that he's, you know, first drama he's done. And I wanted to watch him in anything. I wanted to support him. I went to see him in a drama again. I absolutely adore him. I think he's He's like the sun and the moon and the stars to me. I don't know why I feel this way about him, but I do. <laughs> so I wanted to watch him. I wanted to watch his, you know, drama return after the military. 
And so I made it a point to, you know, watch it. Well, I it, originally I wasn't going to watch it, but I kind of like, you know, I said I was convinced someone made a wonderful case in my DMs about the drama. And then I kept seeing him and him just looking adorable. And I was like, I'm missing out on his drama return. So, yeah, that was another motivation for me to watch this drama. So, yeah, I'm going to give my overall impressions. And usually if you've listened to any of my other overall impressions, they're kind of rambling, but they're mostly going to just be a quick kind of synopsis of what the drama was about and may include spoilers. So please be alarmed. There may be spoilers. Um, it's a short drama and I will kind of give what happened in the drama and kind of some information about some of the characters and things like that. And then I'll just give you my overall thoughts about it good bad and the ugly um i think there's more good than bad and ugly so don't don't worry i'm not gonna be here bashing happiness which i know is a fan favorite of everybody so i'm gonna just you know tell you my my thoughts on happiness so yeah let's go ahead and jump into a quick kind of summary or synopsis about this drama so in this drama it's kind of set in not too far in the future um and it's not too far in the future because it actually is set in a time that coronavirus the you know COVID exists and they even mention it on multiple occasions on the first episodes you know that this is post-COVID life um you know luckily people are able to live their lives as normal and so it's there's it's set in a future that looks pretty positive concerning what happens after we deal with COVID so it's, you know, so it's not that far in the future, but it is supposedly a little bit further in the future where COVID has existed. Um, and it's set in this apartment building. So the, the kind of crux in the setting, main setting of this story is this high rise apartment building. We, when we initially, before we even get to the, you know, adult versions of the main characters we do meet our two mains in high school we have uh yoon se bum played by hyoju and she basically is you know a girl in in her in her high school classroom just kind of nodding off and we meet them where there's a student who's sitting on the top of the roof of the school and it looks like he is getting ready to jump off of the roof of the school. Um, and this is Jung Yi-hyun played by Hyung-chik. And he, we find out he was a star baseball player and due to an injury, he will not be able to play um, at the league that, you know, that he should be because he's a star, you know. And so he, you know, he's standing at the top of the, the school, you know, contemplating this. And below are these police officers in the fire department trying to coax him off of the roof. Because he is on the roof, the, the, the school is on lockdown, waiting for you know him to come off of the roof. And we have Sabum, who is in the classroom, wanting to leave. She's like, we've been here locked down for this many hours. I want to go home. You know, she's a little annoyed. So she takes him on herself to say, I'm leaving. And she knows how she's going to leave. She's going to go up to the roof and she's going to talk to um, Yi-hun and convince him to get down. So that's basically what she does. She goes up to him and she's like, hey, I get it. You're having a rough time, but like we're on lockdown because of you and I want to go home. So like, can you decide on what you want to do? <laughs> and so he basically kind of is like, love at first sight, 
with her and she ends up pushing him off of the roof into like the little you know balloon thing that they have at the bottom of the school waiting for him and he like I said he kind of falls in love with her at that moment she meets him down below because there's a police officer who was trying to talk him off the roof and he watches this girl push the boy off the roof and so he (laughs) says like I'm arresting her like how dare you push someone off of the roof and so she's in handcuffs and and she's like trying to get Yi Hyun to convince the police officer to let her go and he's like she's like hey I helped you down right like come on I didn't try to kill you and so it's like this little cute little moment of him being like well he he asks her out. He's like, well, if I'll I'll tell them everything's okay and I won't press charges if you go out with me. And she's like, what? And that's kind of like their meeting, Sebom and Yihun. And they meet, you know, like this was in high school. And the police officer who arrests her at that time also comes back in the future and they kind of end up being working with him. So fast forward back to post-COVID times, they're adults now. Um, Sebom is a member of a special police force. She's kind of like on the, I think, the terrorism side of police work. And then she um, is, her goal is that she wants to move into a, her own apartment and she wants to move into this high rise apartment building that usually will kind of allow certain people to get um, a chance to live there based off of like their positioning and hers being a police officer. And then Hyungshik is a detective and he is super smart and he just goes with his gut. He kind of, he's, he's like a kind of, you know, rogue detective <laughs> Um, But he still, you know, is friends with Sebum. They still hang out. Um, He still has feelings for her, but, you know, he doesn't really address that. Um, And she kind of doesn't even acknowledge the fact that he has he had or has feelings for her. She kind of just is like, that's my bud. You know, she really thinks of him as her good friend. Um, And, you know, so they graduated from school together. They end up going to similar kind of jobs. You know, Sebum is in police work as is Yi. Hyun and um, they Yi Hyun actually works with the detective or the police officer who ended up arresting Sebum in high school. So you know that's like a little full circle moment there. So when we meet them after high school, they are you know doing their respective jobs. Hyunju actually ends up kind of being the first person to expose us as in the audience to this. Um, virus, this disease that ends up attacking um, people. Um, And it's, and it was very troubling, I will say, watching this during COVID times, like the fact that they made reference to COVID. And then the fact that they kind of were exploring another version of like, you know, a, a disease outbreak, something that is infectious and can can spread uh, quickly to other people. You know, it was just very disturbing to watch during this, this time. I'm not a fan of like, you know, I like escapism when I watch things. And this was not really a place where I could go to escape. I'm going to just tell you that. Um, but either way. You know, she at work, there's going through kind of training with a young um, recruit and they're working on, you know, just training for police work stuff. And this um, and this person is infected with this kind of weird virus thing that we don't know initially what it is. But the point of it is that apparently there's this kind of 
drug on the on the kind of black market that is being passed around and promoted as something that can help you focus and and it, it you know you will work harder if you take it and you you'll you'll be more efficient and so people are taking it as this kind of like supplement and it's going around um, the country and we find out that it may we, we don't know it's the drug until later on obviously with the help of Yi Hyun being a detective he kind of breaks that case um, but he ends up while um, Sebom is being kind of introduced to this infectious disease in at her training site he is also called to the scene of a murder case and this murder case is very disturbing in that it um reveals that the person's like neck is ripped apart and so it, and it's not like they were just bashing the head with something it was that they were actually bitten um and they're like, wait a second, this is kind of scary. Um, and they end up finding the person who kills the, um, who's the find the murderer. Um, and it's a person who says they can't remember what happened. They kind of blacked out and they, and they're like blood all over them and they have blood in their mouth. And so Yi Hun, as being a detective, kind of notes like this person totally kill this person by ripping out ripping off the you know their sides of their neck you know so this person is actually biting people to the point where they're able to kill them this is not normal so you know then it turns into these people are taking this drug and it is creating this kind of virus that affects their brain and causes them to um, almost react in a zombie-esque way where they they want blood. They need blood. Um, and so they will try their best to get it by biting other people. And once you bite someone else, that person is then affected. Um, and then they, too, will want the same thing. They will want to crave blood and the cycle continues. So this is what we enter into with happiness. You know, ironically, this this drama is called happiness. You're starting off with people chewing off people's necks and becoming zombies. <laughs> so basically, I looked at it as a zombie um, kind of storyline. It's about people who crave blood and thus not like a vampire way, but like a zombie way. Um, and they get even stronger when they have this envi- this virus. They can heal quickly with this virus. So it's very, like I said, zombie vampire-esque. Um, but yeah, so while that is happening, Sebum Se- gets exposed to this virus early on in the drama. She gets a scratch from someone else who has the virus, um, uh, the, the young recruit that she was training. Um, and with that scratch, she's infected. The minute she is infected, she is supposed to be quarantined. Um, so she gets taken away into this little weird um, school building that is housing these infected people. And we meet there um, Han Tae um, Sok. And he's played by Joe Wu Jin. And he is a lieutenant colonel who basically um, is he's the person who's I don't want to say responsible for the drug but I think he is because the drug that went around is like a failed drug that was meant to treat like 
pneumonia or even COVID. I don't know at one point, but it's like a failed drug that has gotten on the market and it should not have. Um, and Wu um, Taesuk is aware of this this drug and its effects because he's basically, you know, kind of distanced himself from it at the time of its production. And now he is dealing with the cases of these people who are, quote unquote, um, going mad after taking this drug or being affected by somebody who takes this drug. So he is kind of the the head honcho and dealing with the infectious disease that is going around. And he is the one who takes um, Sebum and quarantines her and starts to study her because something we start to see is that she is not being affected the way that others who get the virus seem to be. She's not turning. She's not changing. Her um, wound that she, her scratch that she has is not changing. It usually kind of looks really infected after a certain point um, and the person turns, you know, but her scratch that she has, her kind of wound is not, it's healing um, pretty quickly and it's also not infected, if that makes sense. So she's basically just kind of chilling and he's like, this is not normal. Um, And then we kind of find out that this is because she has the antibodies for this virus and she becomes a key player there. But either way, um, and she gets to be released because she seems to not have gotten affected by it, you know, and he can't keep her. He doesn't hold her. Um, But that being said, this leads to the fact that Sebum wants to again live into this live in this high rise apartment building, and because of her work with the um, Taesuk and how he you know she allows him to run the test on her and all that kind of stuff, he grants her help to get this apartment um, at this wonderful high rise. But one of the things she also needs is another kind of. She needs another point uh, or more points that will allow her to have access to this apartment. And the last thing that she decides to do to gain points is to marry another police officer. And that is <laughs> Yi Hyun, her best friend, her good friend. And so she kind of calls him up and she's like, hey, I'm, I'm almost there. I almost got all the points I need to get this apartment. Hey, can you help me out with the final stretch. Let's get married. And Yi Hyun is kind of like, absolutely. <laughs> because he has feelings for her. He likes her. He doesn't think doesn't think twice about moving in with her. And so they, you know, get the apartment and they start moving in. Once they move in, this is when it all breaks loose. This is when everything else kind of like goes out the window. Uh, where the, the, apartment, this high-rise apartment and this specific building in the apartment and all its residents become kind of the main focus in this story about um, this infectious disease breaking out and how people um, turn evil to get things and and turn their back on others to get their way and get what they want um, and that they're more mad outside of being affected with an infectious disease than the people who actually end up with the disease. So it's very great way that they kind of showed that dichotomy. But either way, that is happiness. That is, I went through a long summary synopsis because I just thought, you know, if you are afraid of watching this, maybe if you hear kind of like the fact that it, it has a nice setup, it does do 
do itself justice in the way that it sets this story up. There's never a confusing bit. There's never a confusing point. Everything kind of lines up. It makes sense. You never feel lost in understanding why this is happening, what's happening, um, and how it can be fixed. Okay, so now let's talk about a little bit more um, regarding things that I just kind of thought about this drama. The first thing I want to talk about is the fact that it is a zombie drama. I am not a fan of people being, what's the word, I guess. (laughs) I'm not a fan of people, stories that are setting up people to die. (laughs) Let me just say it like that, where it's just like, the point of the story is that some people will die um, and let's see who survives in the end. I, I I just don't do well with that because if I latch onto a character and I want to see a character all the way through to the end, I don't want to see them die, you know? Um, so I don't want to set myself up for that disappointment and for that hurt and that pain um, and watching that. So I'm not a big fan of that right off the gate. I also, I was, you know, I'm not afraid of zombie movies, like the kind of, you know, the biting and the the blood. None of that was a problem with me. It was just kind of me being frustrated at the story where people are being noble idiots and like dying and sacrificing themselves for others just because, you know, and it was like, I don't, I don't want to see that. And then there was a little girl character in the story and I was like, oh, here we go. When they put little children in the story, what are they going to do and who's going to have to die for the child? You know, I, I'm not saying that you shouldn't die for the children but I'm just saying I don't like seeing the setup that people must die kind of thing so that was my initial kind of feeling going into this was like oh here we go so I was rolling my eyes I'm gonna be honest I was rolling my eyes when you know Sabum got infected the first episode I was like really okay so she has the virus she's gonna turn out at some point and she's gonna end up having to get killed because she has the virus and da 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 and you know I was like this is this is not what I, I'm here for this is not what I'm here for however when it turned out that she may have the antibodies I was like okay this is a different approach now we have to save the you know like save the child kind of thing like this is the 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 kind of apocalyptic story where you just got to save that one child and that one child can save the world you know that's what I kind of liked about Sabum's character she became that character where you got to protect her she is the reason you know she's the way she's the one that's going to save the world so protect her at all cost I love that um and then I like that Yihyun was there as that kind of protector in in that sense, he was there to make sure that she got everything she needed so that she was safe. Um, so the the whole thing about like them moving in together, um, so th- that was something that I liked. Something I didn't really enjoy, and I, I guess it didn't matter because the story wasn't about that at the really end, you know, at the end of it. But what something that I also kind of was a little annoyed with was this setup that they were um, kind of in this fake marriage, and they had to pretend to be married for this apartment that they lived in. They didn't allow that to be kind of like a fun point for the story. Need, need I mean, granted, the story needed some fun points. Um, they didn't allow that to kind of um, be a, a point of anything because once you had a zombie outbreak, what was the point? You know, there's no point of you pretending like you're very, you, you all are going to die, in a, in a, you know, so it doesn't matter. So I was a little annoyed, just a little annoyed with that. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. 
And I think it's okay to be annoyed with that. I mean, because I'm a fan of the fake marriage setup. I like the tension that it causes. I like the kind of um, hijinks that ensue when couple has to pretend that they are not um you know, pretend that they are married and then they have to fake it in front of everybody. And it puts them in these awkward positions when they technically are not that way with each other. And it would have been perfect for these two characters because one was already in love with the, you know, you know, Yi Hyun was already in love with Sebum and Sebum didn't appear to have that exact same um, feelings for him. So it would have been nice to have kind of put them in these awkward situations where he was ending up re- revealing how he was feeling to her in these little moments while she was kind of like paying attention to him in these moments. And it would have been like, wait a second, does he like me like that? You know, that would have added a little bit more to their um, relationship and them kind of forming a romantic relationship by the end of the drama. And I say that because I guess this is spoiler. So again, this is, there will be spoilers in this, um, this episode, but that led me to another thing that I kind of was like, "Mm," you know, kind of shrugged my shoulders about, and it was their relationship as in a romantic relationship. They never set up Sebum as someone who looked at Yi Hyun in that way. She just didn't. She just, she just didn't. That was her friend through the end. Like that was it. Like that's how I viewed Yi Hyun in through her eyes. That was her good bud, you know. Yi Hyun had his feelings about her. The minute he saw her in high school, he immediately asked her out. You know, I knew how he felt about her, but I never got that sense from Sebum. Yes, her character may have kind of lent itself to be one that kind of just like was focused about work. She was really determined. She she knew what she was there for and that's all she cared about. She had a one-track mind kind of personality and that was fine. So maybe in her defense and as far as her kind of not opening her eyes to Yi Hyun in a romantic six early on, it was because she you know, just one track mind. She focused on her job. She focused on her work. That's what she loved. That's what she was good at. Then she was focused on getting that apartment. So, you know, one track mind. She was focused on that. And then when they got into the apartment and, you know, people were biting off people's necks, it turned into, oh my goodness, people are biting off people's necks. How do we stop this? How do we save people? You know, so I give her that. But the story itself, the drama itself towards the end, wanted to position it in a way that no, Sebum actually does have feelings for him romantically. Did I think it was necessary at that point? No, I didn't. Her friendship with him, that relationship that they had prior to the zombie outbreak, um, that still would have gave me enough to support all that she ends up doing in the end to save him and to go back to him. It still would have made sense to me, even in a non-romantic sense. That was her role dog. Like that was her boy. So whether she, she loved him in a romantic sense or not, she loved him. You know, I got that. That to me made sense all the way through to the end. Them making that kind of switch because he liked her all this time. You know, it was kind of like, you know, I didn't need that. I didn't need that. I feel like they could have set that up better if they wanted it to be romantic right at the end there. They definitely could have gave them a little bit more throughout the beginning half of the drama. 
but they didn't. To me, that was her that was her her boy the whole way through in a non-romantic sense until the very, very end. And I just thought that was again a little unnecessary. <laughs> Another drama did something similar to that, um, but way worse. And it was my name, that Netflix drama. The whole way through, they kind of set them up in this kind of, you know, friendship vibe. And then at the end, they switched it to a romantic sense. And it was like, you don't always have to do that if you didn't set that up properly. It's just me. It's just me. I love romance, just like the next K-drama watcher. Love it, love it, love it. But that wasn't what they set up for us. So I was going along with what they set up for us. And then to switch it on me, it's a little annoying. So Yeah, that was just one of my thoughts about the drama was the way they set up their relationship and then turning to to a romantic one when it didn't need to be. But either way, that's neither here nor there. Um, But yeah, since I'm already talking about a little, you know, things that I was kind of like, I I didn't really care for that. I have to say something I didn't really care for was the the Han Taesuk character. Um, who's the lieutenant who basically has the he, he is the mastermind behind this div- disease outbreak and he's going to be the one to you know figure it out and save people or not I didn't like his character because they gave him the fact that oh my wife is was one of the first people infected with this this disease and she was pregnant with my child and she's still alive and so I'm trying to save her so I'm going to do whatever I can to save her while I lock everyone else up in refrigerated trucks as they you know die Uh, for you know that character turning into I, I don't know I just didn't think his reasoning for doing what he did um I don't think they did it justice. Like they could have made it him feel more relatable. And I didn't feel relatable. Like he didn't feel relatable to me at all, despite the fact that he had this kind of like sob story of like my wife is infected and I'm trying to save her and my unborn child. Like there was something missing there um, where they just didn't make him human enough for me to really believe that was enough for him to do all that he was doing for, you know, to take care of this infectious disease. I think he could have been more human um, for me to relate to him better and feel sorry for him. I, at some point I was like, I don't, I'm, I don't, I just want him out of the picture if he's not going to help them, <laughs> you know, like he, at many points I was like, he's not helping them. So I don't care what happens to him. I'm going to be honest. Like, I don't care. I don't, he was the villain to me for half of the drama. So I really did not like his character. And that was just because I wanted to like him and I felt, and I wanted to relate to him and I wanted to feel bad for him. And at no point did I really, and I didn't like that. And I feel like that was something that they missed on something that they did as far as his character. There was a missing piece there. I can't tell you what that missing piece was, but it, it was missing. And I just kept trying to like his character and it just wasn't working at all. Um, Something that I absolutely did enjoy about this drama was the kind of, um, and this reminded me, this didn't remind me of Vincenzo, but it was similar in that it took place in this apartment complex and you got to meet all these different characters in this apartment, apartment building. And those characters had their own distinct personalities. And then you kind of 
decided if you cared or not, did not care about a lot of them. And I have to say, I like those setups sometimes because it kind of just, I don't know, it, 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 was, it was fun to get to know all these different characters, despite a lot of them being horrific characters, as in horrible people. Um, you know, some of them were actually really good characters, but they were just bad guys. Um, and so I liked it. I, I, I said, I, you know, like I brought up Vincenzo, but, you know, there are, there was, um, a character who's in Vincenzo also in this unhappiness and I he was I couldn't stand him in this drama it, it was the when he was one of the cleaners um him and his wife came in to clean and they got stuck in the apartment when the, the apartment was quarantined and no one could get in or out he was stuck there with his wife him and his wife wow their characters the way that they transitioned them to the very end i loved it they was fun like i couldn't stand them but i liked what they did because they seemed so simple and innocent in the beginning and then it, they turned into these money hungry um people who just kind of lost their minds at the end and i loved that so like that kind of stuff was fun to watch and i I love that with characters when you can kind of present them in one way and then they start to kind of reveal slowly more and more about them or they go more and more mad by the end. Those two characters were definitely that for me. The same thing with the um, <laughs> with the um, apartment building um I can't, I don't know what to call her, but she was basically the person who wanted to win the position of being, um, she was wanting to be the representative for the apartment. And she was Oh Yon Oak, and she was married to her kind of like very religious husband who ends up turning into a um, zombie. Um, but I she was another character like that where she just spiraled slowly but surely. She didn't have a good start either. Like she wasn't a very innocent person from the very beginning, but you know, of course she she actually seemed to have lost her mind at the end there. And so I I I thought that was that was lovely. I'm saying lovely in a way that's not really lovely because it's not happy to watch people lose their minds. But I just thought it was well done how they presented some of these characters as being like, you know, one way in the beginning. And then as they continue to be affected by this infectious disease outbreak, they started to kind of, you know, spiral. Great job. Great job. I mean, it also, you know, what happened with her husband was another reason for her snap or her break. But she was getting there already. It didn't take her long. Um, another character that I really, really liked um, was the... Uh, well, this, is, this isn't this is fair, but I really liked that the little girl, um, Soyeon. Was it Park Soyeon? Soyeon. Soyeon, yeah. So Yoon was the little girl who ends up in um, the care of Sebom and Yi Hyun. She, her parents kind of get trapped outside when the apartment goes into quarantine and go into lockdown. So her parents are locked outside. They also are infected. So she does not she does not have access to them uh, once the lockdown on the apartment happens. And she is stuck with being taken care of by Sebom and Yi Hyun. And so they formed this little nice little family kind of unit, which I love when there's like a little family unit that forms. Um, and so I really liked how she was not a burden to those two characters. Like she, 
multiple times showed up and saved the day for them. And I love that about So Yoon. So Yoon, she was a strong character despite the fact that she was presented to be sickly in the beginning and that she was stuck at home all the time. She didn't get to go outdoors a lot. You know, she was a very um, fragile child. And so I was in the beginning, I was set up like really nervous about her. I was like, oh my goodness, she's going to be the reason why something else happens and this happens and that. But no, she was actually there and kind of like showing up and saving the day. She, she, you know, brought smiles to a lot of their faces at times in the darkness of the drama. You know, she was great. So I absolutely love that they had a child character in this drama that wasn't the the child character that you, you know, basically get annoyed by because everything they do causes all these other bad things to happen and the like a domino um, effect with like the, the, the horrible things that happen to the main characters is all because this child is, you know, they have to do this for the child. They have to do that for the child. Like, no, she was there. She was, she was not a burden to these main characters who were already dealing with a ton. Um, and if anything, multiple times she showed up and kind of saved the day for them. So loved her. She was great. Um, and then I, I was really sad about, you know, some losing some of the characters. I know that, you know, like I said, this is a, you know, thriller, you know, zombie story. So there was death in this drama. Um, a lot less than I thought it was going to be, I'm going to be honest. Um, but you know, there were some characters that we lost that I was a little sad about. I wish they would have gotten more of a chance or I would have gotten more of a chance to know them. Um, but, yeah, and then this is the thing I'm going to go ahead and reveal that I didn't like. <laughs> One of the main things, and this is the main point of the drama. And again, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. So just just bear that in mind. There is an, a character named Andrew who show, who's on the scene um, at the apartment when the lockdown happens because he's helping with the cleaning crew as in the wife and the husband who are there cleaning he is one of their like a workers he's like a you know person who assists them in their cleaning and he wears a mask on his face the entire time because he you know claims he has a, a large scar on his face until you want to keep the cover so you know that's Andrew and Andrew's very mysterious and he just kind of keeps to himself and you see he seems like an okay guy you know but I remember I remember when I was airing and I was seeing people kind of just discussing the drama online. One of the things people were saying was like, I'm so worried or concerned about that Andrew character. Something's not right about him. And while I was watching, I was like, why? What's wrong with Andrew? Like, he just wants to be a superhero. And I was thinking they was gonna they were going to set that up in a way where he was really the key to the... Um, to, to breaking the, the virus or like he was going to have the antibodies or something that would be the cure for everybody. I was hoping that that's what his character was going to end up being. But instead, again, spoilers, his character turns out to be in a psychopathic murderer. Wonderful. Great. And so the people in this apartment, a building that is in a lockdown and so they cannot get out of it, are locked down with a murderer. It was just like, oh, what else do they have to deal with? It was... <sighs> It was so annoying, to be honest. I was so annoyed that they made that a point of like contention that these people had to already had to deal with. In addition to the fact that people were going mad and ripping people's necks off, you know, like this is also what we have to deal with. Okay, great. But again, I do know they want to set these two things um, kind of 
in opposition of each other, not in opposition, in comparison to one another. This idea that there are mad people in the world with, you know, without the excuse of taking a kind of under the table drug. And then there's mad people, you know, who turn mad <laughs> over the course of wanting money or food or resources. And then there's these people who are actually have an excuse to be mad because they've been infected with a virus that will turn them mad and they crave blood now that they've, you know, tasted it or whatever. These people are actually supposed to be the ones that are mad and they're the ones that seemed more human towards the end of the drama. And so I know they were setting that up against um, or in comparison to one another. And I didn't mind that. I thought it was, that was nice. But the murderer, I just think it was unnecessary. It was just so so unnecessary and the stress that it caused at the final episodes of having to fight against a murderer in addition to like can they just get out of this lockdown can they just save the people who have been affected can we just find the cure you know like that's all I wanted to know and that's all I really cared about someone running around trying to kill people that was not the story I wanted to watch in addition to a zombie uh, you know outbreak so I was not happy with that I felt like it was unnecessary I wanted more on the note of the the cure of like how they were going to save these people who had been infected. Because at the beginning of the drama, they set up that there were throes and throes of people who had been affected and were no longer able to kind of quote unquote be saved. So they were just stuffing them in refrigeration trucks. And again, very triggering if you remember the beginning of COVID and kind of what what's being said was taking place back then, you know, so that's why I said this was very triggering watching this drama in COVID times. Um, but I think that was the point. Um, but either way, you know, I just was like, well, I wanted those people to be saved. Once I, the story real, you know, started to turn and kind of reveal that there may be a way that these people can be cured and that they had a chance to survive this and overcome this and beat this and that they, they didn't stay mad at all points so you could they could kind of go back to their human state at times unlike you know other zombie films where once they're a zombie that's it they're a zombie um but in this sense it was like they could actually there was a window where you could save them and i really wanted to see how they got through that um, or how they revealed that I would have loved to see the more into the science of like how we're going to create this cure who's going to be the person that we get these antibodies from and 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 decide to do the x y and z and then showing them getting better showing that process I would have preferred that more at the end there than you know this murder story because at the end the final episode you know again spoiler it gets revealed that people that were affected were saved and I love that I was happy about that I wanted to see that process they never showed it they just kind of you know time jump a year later and people are good again and everything's great and they're living in their apartment and you know good times and I was just like hmm I kind of wanted to see the people get better you know I, I don't know because I got like I said I got in I, I did get connected with a lot of the people a lot of the characters in the in the apartment complex and they kind of showed a little bit of some of the ones that ended up having to go to jail. <laughs> they kind of showed them in court and things like that. But there were other characters that I kind of wanted to know more about. Like, for example, at the end, we find out that um, 
Sabom isn't the only one who has antibodies in that apartment complex, um, but it's a smaller character who was infected very early on in the drama. And he, he um, is stuck there with his sister and he doesn't live there, but he was visiting his sister and ends up getting infected and having to kind of deal with life there. Um, but I wanted to see kind of like what happened. I mean, he was a smaller character, but then he comes to be the new save the child moment. So I was like, wait, this is important stuff right here. Why are we, why are we skipping over this? So I do feel like in the end there, they kind of dropped the ball because that murder kind of storyline to add whatever tension they were trying to add. I don't know. It, it was unnecessary. I feel like there was a lot of tension going on with what was going, you know, at the higher levels of this pharmaceutical drug company and what happened to this drug. They kind of lost all of that and just went into that murder stuff. And it turned into like, this is what we're worried about and what we're concerned about. Because, you know, I don't know. I just... I guess because they had decided by the end of the drama that people who were infected were able to be saved. And so they were just like, you know what, that's the boring now. So, yes, these people can be saved. You don't need to stress about it. At the end of the day, they're going to be okay. What we have to worry about now is just murder on the loose, I guess. But I feel like they could have relied more on the on what they had already set up. That murderer situation, they could have left that. Is that just me? <laughs> was that just me? But yeah. So either way, it was it was okay. This happiness was okay. I understand that people really, really enjoyed it and that there was a lot there that was well written and that was just like very entertaining from the beginning to end. Um, but there was a lot there that I also felt like could have could have been done better, honestly. Um, and for someone who wasn't drawn to watching this initially because of just the general concept of a zombie outbreak or infectious disease spreading around, you know, I was not drawn to that. And for me to have watched it from beginning to end and felt thoroughly entertained says a lot um, for it. I was entertained. There were just moments I wish they could have done more with, that they could have done better. Again, but it was 12 episodes. So I feel like for it to have been 12 episodes, they actually did a really good job with the time that they had. They did not stray too far from anything. They didn't get too lost. Yes, they abandoned a little, some things towards the end there. But, you know, had they could have done a lot worse. <laughs> I've seen a lot worse with some of these shorter dramas lately. So I am actually very, very pleased uh, with the way that the story took place and how it, um, you know, not took place, how it took place and how it transpired towards the end there. I, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. Was it my favorite drama I watched this year? No, probably not. Am I glad I watched it? Yes, I am, because I'm proud of myself. I watched a zombie apocalyptic outbreak and fiction disease drama, and I don't watch those. I don't watch those at all. I don't watch movies like that. I mean, I think the last one I've watched was Train to Busan. So that tells you, you know, and the only reason I watched that was because my babe um, was on it. So, you know, there, that's that, you know. So, yes. I am glad I watched Happiness. It kept me entertained um, through the to the end. I'm so glad that I was able to watch my my baby's return to Drama Land. I'm so glad I got to see him again. He has aged so much. Oh my god, it's so weird. But yes, I was glad to see him. Um, Hyoju did amazing. Everybody actually did really amazing. Got to give a shout out to the actor who played Joo Hyung, um, Bake. 
um, Kyung Jin. He was in um, The Devil Judge, which you know I absolutely adored this year. And he was a similar kind of mad, you know, crazy character. Um, and I thought he did another amazing job. So yeah, just all around, great, great, well acted. Um, writing was pretty solid probably a B plus writing goes. Um, direction was good as well. So I'm, you know, I'm quite happy with happiness, um, you know, pun intended. And I, I'm glad I watched it. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of myself. When I tell you I was not going to watch this drama, <laughs> I was going to fight. I was going to fight, but I didn't. I didn't fight. I ended up watching it and it ended up turning out to be pretty entertaining in the end there. So yep, that's it. That's all I got for you. Those are my overall impressions of happiness. I know I rambled a little bit there about the kind of setup of the drama, but I I just, you know, I wanted to set it up just a little bit. Um, and I know I gave tons of spoilers, so sorry about that. But most overall impressions, I think I do kind of spoil it just a little bit. But yes, it's it's okay. It was not a bad drama at all. I'm proud of myself. I watched it you should be proud of me too. <laughs> but don't don't expect me to watch anymore anytime soon. Um, definitely not to deal with infectious diseases. I think I'm okay with that again while we're living in these COVID times. Um, but yeah, I might do zombie again later on. We'll see. We'll see. But that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, I hope you have a great day. So everyone, it's been real. Lola's off. <laughs>